Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LeVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Radio Nation. It's Friday night, and you are tuned into page one. I am LeVar. Uh, Mary is off this week. Um, don't know where she's at, but uh, hopefully wherever she is at, she is having a good time. Uh, but it's you and I tonight on this, what I would call abbreviated version of page one. Uh, we probably will not go to full hour tonight. Uh, probably we'll just go 30 minutes want to make sure that we were with you at least on this Friday night for a short time. Uh, going to kind of change up the show itself since it is just me. And you, you're here. Hopefully you're here. Thank you for being here if you are. Um, but tonight uh, we will do some top stories, uh, kind of go into it, news and comment old school. Uh, also, I will have the almanac. Um, as for what's trending, we'll take a look at that. We've got a little news to share about you about some upcoming programs here on uh, this channel. And if you are not a part of this channel, or you can check us out online on Twitter, you can check us out on Discord. Uh, we are also on Twitch. We're also uh, on webpage, um, so you have no excuse not to follow us, even on Instagram. Facebook, we're there, just haven't updated that much. It's a lot. But we're glad that you were with us on this Friday night. Um, there seems to have been a lot going on this week. Uh, we will get into a little bit of that shortly. Not going to really get into too many stories tonight because I want to save those for when Mary is back. Uh, tonight was supposed to be. Uh, someone filling in for Mary, uh, but uh, Mary's stand-in and uh, her fill-in uh, came down sick a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we hope that she is feeling better, and I did tell her that at some point when time allows and she is feeling better, that we'll have her here on the show. Um, I'll have her introduce herself to all of you, but uh, hopefully... Uh, she's feeling better, thinking of her tonight. Um, so we will have her on. Uh, Mary will be back. Uh, I believe we will probably be off next week. I'm telling you that now. Uh, and then we will return in the month of September because this is probably the last show for August because next week will be the weekend of the 27th. Uh, and then we're going into Labor Day weekend, which um, – 
should give you a little bit of time and hopefully a chance to sit down and listen to us over the holiday weekend. So tune in because we're here almost every Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern time, 9 o'clock Central. And like I said tonight, kind of a truncated version or abbreviated version uh, of the show. But since you do have me here and since I do have you here, uh, I guess at this point uh, we can kind of go – before we kind of go into what's trending, of course, there are uh, some stories – uh, that are going on out there. And as I said, this being uh, news and comment, blog talk radio, as well as page one, uh, of course, uh, we will be here to uh, tell you about all of those things that are going on. Of course, uh, you have uh, what's going on in Afghanistan, uh, some of the situations that is going on out that way. And just to kind of let you know, as you hear me dropping things here, which um, usually happens on a Friday night. We're all friends. Uh, but the situation there, depending on who you talk to, uh, is either going to eventually get better or it is worse than you thought. Uh, President Biden today promised to evacuate every American who wants to leave Afghanistan and said that he would seek to extract Afghan allies, but he cautioned that the mission is dangerous and he didn't rule out losses following days of chaos at Kabul's international airport. Uh, He said during a speech in the East Room of the White House on Friday that he cannot promise when the final outcome will be or that it will be without risk of loss. But as commander-in-chief, he can assure you that he will mobilize every resource necessary. The speech came at the end of President Biden's most tumultuous week as president, with the problems unlikely to go away soon. Uh, They were his first public comments in several days, and it was also the first time that the president took questions from White House reporters since the fall of Kabul, aside from a television interview this week. He's, of course, facing bipartisan criticism for the chaotic U.S. exit and frenzied evacuation process as thousands of Afghans crowd outside the perimeter of the Kabul airport. And to reach the airport, Afghans and foreigners have to get past Taliban checkpoints where Taliban fighters have been firing in the air and using violence to hold back crowds. Troops use tear gas in an effort to control the chaotic crowds on Friday. Uh, Mr. Biden said that the U.S. had made progress in speeding up the pace of evacuations in recent days and that the U.S. has helped to evacuate 18,000 from the country since July, including 13,000 since August 14th when the military's aircraft operation began. In the past 24 hours, the U.S. has evacuated 5,700 people, according to the White House. So that is what is going on there. Meanwhile, here in the United States, Of course, one of the things out on the East Coast is hurricane warnings are now issued as Henry takes aim on Long Island, New England. Four dead, five are still missing in North Carolina after Fred. Uh, The tropical storm, which was forecast to become a hurricane by late Friday or early Saturday, had the northeast in its sights as the path of the storm has continually shifted closer to land. A landfall along Long Island or southern New England Sunday morning or afternoon is now most likely, according to the National Hurricane Center threatening to bring damaging winds as much as 10 inches of rain and up to five feet of storm surge, Henry could be the first significant hurricane to make landfall in New England in years. And the storm sparked memories of Hurricane Bob, which made landfall 30 years ago on Cape Cod, knocking out power and running water for days. Bob was the last hurricane to hit Cape Cod in the islands. Also in some stories that are going on, the R. Kelly trial continues as details spilled on a fake ID, which is obtained for then 15-year-old singer Aaliyah to illicitly marry the singer. Witnesses today at his sex trafficking trial told the jury that some gobsmacking details about his lifestyle 
including the alleged rules the singer's girlfriends follow and the bungling way in which Aaliyah's fake ID to wed while underage was procured. The third day of the trial ended with a fair amount of head-scratching as prosecutors from the Eastern District of New York and Brooklyn began building their case against R. Kelly, who's 54. One of the things the jury heard was that the late singer Aaliyah illegally married Kelly in Chicago in 1994 when she was 15, even though marriage documents falsely said she was 18, according to a testimony by a witness. Prosecutors called Carolyn Harris, a Cook County court clerk for 21 years in the department that issues birth, marriage, and death records, and she testified that anyone seeking to marry at that time in Cook County had to present a valid ID and be at least 18 or, if younger, accompanied by a parent. The prosecution introduced as evidence the application for marriage, the marriage license, and the certificate of marriage involving Kelly and Aaliyah, all of which were closely examined. She said that the bride was listed as Aaliyah Halton with a birth date of January 16, 1976. She was actually born on that same date, but in 1979, and Kelly's age was listed as 27. On cross-examination, Harris said that she was not the clerk who handled the marriage documents in 1994. That trial continues next week. Taking a look at another story, uh, in Des Moines, Iowa, U.S. District Court Judge for the Southern District of Iowa sentenced Nicole Poole Franklin, who said she drove her SUV into two children in 2019 because of their race, the 25 years and four months in prison on federal hate crimes charges. Poole told police she intentionally struck a 14-year-old with her SUV because the girl was Latina and a black 12-year-old boy because he appeared to be Middle Eastern and a member of an Islamic terrorist group. Poole of Des Moines pled guilty in state court in April to two counts of attempted murder. She was sentenced to 25-year concurrent sentences for those charges in May. Her federal hate crime sentence will run concurrently to her attempted murder sentence by the state. The victim's family submitted sealed victim impact statements to the court but did not wish to have them read aloud. Other story, taking a look at business news, General Motors expands their recall to all Chevy Bolt electric vehicles for fire risk. They said on Friday they issued a new recall that expands to all Chevrolet Bolt EVs and a new EUV for fire risk and will provide customers with an eight-year warranty or 100,000 miles on new battery modules for the affected cars. The automaker said that it expects the recall to cost an additional $1 billion and is seeking reimbursement for some of that cost from the battery supplier LG Chemical. GM said that in rare cases, batteries supplied to GM for the bolts, quote, may have two manufacturing defects, a torn mode knot and a folded separator present in the same battery cell, which increases the risk of fire. The high-voltage batteries used in the bolts are made by LG Chem's Okang, South Korea facility, though GM discovered manufacturing defects in certain battery cells produced at LG manufacturing facilities beyond the Ocheng, Korea plant. GM's upcoming EVs will use the automaker's proprietary Ultimum battery system. Southwest Airlines, in news, admits that some struggles will continue as employee gripes grow. In a summer rife with air travel trouble, Southwest Airlines has at times struggled more than its competitors, vexing both travelers and employees. The airline, which for years has staked its sterling reputation on being a reliable airline, a great place to work, pledged in late July that fixes were on the way, but some say that it appears its problems are far from over and will drag into the fall. Southwest Chief Operating Officer Mike Vandeven told employees on a memo Friday that the airline continues to face operational challenges and is looking into reducing fall flights. The latter would mean more flight changes or cancellations for travelers who already purchased tickets 
a problem that has persisted throughout the pandemic. According to Van Deven, he said that there is no question that we are not out of the woods yet. Normally, we would start to feel some relief this week as we exit from our peak summer schedule, but that has not happened. Our operation continues to have unique challenges compared to whatever a, quote, normal year is, making it difficult to predict or plan for our operation. Also taking a look at some of uh, some sports news that is going on uh, in Williamsport today in a game that was decided by pitching. South Dakota was unstoppable, winning its first game of the Little League World Series in a 2-0 shutout over Louisiana. Gavin Weir, who threw a perfect game in the Midwest Regional Tournament, added a World Series no-hitter to his resume and another exceptional performance on the mound. He struck out all three batters in the third, fourth, and fifth innings. Weir had 15 strikeouts in five and two-thirds innings before Kaysen Menager came in to close out the win. Going through my mind, I would just need to throw strikes and not worry about anything and just focus on one thing at a time. He said he felt a little pressure in the bottom of the sixth when he walked the first guy in four pitches, but he just settled down. He knew that he could do it. Mettinger finished out the game after Weir threw 85 pitches, which is the maximum allowed by Little League rules. Because he threw more than 66 pitches, he'll be required to rest for four days from pitching. So he won't be on the mound for South Dakota's next game, which will be on Sunday against Oregon. However, there is no rule preventing pitchers from playing different positions during their rest days, so he could still potentially play on Sunday. Also, in some news, the NFL, which has their schedule continue tonight and through this weekend, saw some things get a little scuffly when Giants worldwide receiver Sterling Shepard and Browns defensive back Troy Hill got in a scuffle at the end of a joint practice today. Maybe there was too much intensity after the fact, given that the post-practice altercation uh, reportedly punches were thrown in what appeared to be a contain to a one-on-one square-off, although there's only photo evidence of Hill pretty much cocking his fist and Shepard ducking as if he were Floyd Mayweather on defense. This weekend in payment, some things to watch. Uh, Labor Day, of course, is sneaking up on us, and kids are getting in their back-to-school routines but you can escape the summer season winding down by watching a new movie. There's plenty of them to see with theaters up and running new film streaming at home to entertain you. This weekend, Hugh Jackman and Rebecca Ferguson find mystery and romance in a futuristic noir sci-fi thriller. Rebecca Hall is a haunted widow and a freaky psychological thriller. Maggie Q joins Michael Keaton and Samuel L. Jackson for an action-packed assassin drama. Jason Momoa is a dad on a mission in a Netflix action flick. And a pack of superhero dogs jumps from their own TV show to a kid-friendly movie. So all of those to watch, especially with Paw Patrol, the movie this weekend. One of the odd stories that came out uh, this week uh, involves Maine's oldest lobster trapper. She has no plans to retire at 101. At 78 years old, Max Oliver is perhaps an old salt. But to his crewmate on a lobster boat, he's but a child. Literally, he's her child. Virginia Oliver is 101. She is Maine's oldest lobster trapper. Three days a week, May through November, she's out working on Penobscot Bay, balancing on her sea legs and tackling one of the most hazardous jobs in the country. Not long ago, she was cut so badly she needed seven stitches. She, quote, says that, and the doctor said to me, what are you out there lobstering for? And I said, because I want to. Doctor may not have thought it was a little too dangerous to someone her age, to which she responded, well, I don't care what he thought. 
Oliver has been lobstering on and off since the age of seven. She used to go out with her father when it was considered a man's job. That wasn't another girl in sight, or there wasn't another girl in sight. But 94 years later, she is the master of the sea. After her son hauls in the traps, she measures the lobsters, tosses out the small ones, and then bans the keepers. Oliver said that she's the boss out there. If her son didn't want to go out one day, Oliver says, no, I wouldn't put up with this stuff. She expects nothing of her son that she wouldn't do herself, she said, unfortunately for her son. Her son, Max, says she doesn't give up. He added that if she wanted to retire, his mother would tell him, you better have something wrong with you. As for her retirement date, she said that you can find that one place and one place only, etched in her tombstone, when she dies, she said. Those are some of the stories out there tonight. Wanted to share with you guys uh, some of the things that are going on in the Almanac this week. Today is Chocolate Pecan, Ch- Chocolate Pecan Pie Day. It's also National Radio Day. Um, if you have a favorite radio memory or radio station, definitely uh, today is a good day to reminisce. Maybe if you can find it on YouTube, uh, but National Radio Day is today. Also, tomorrow is Brazilian Blowout Day, Spumani Day, it is Senior Citizens Day, World Honey Bee Day, Sunday is Surgical Oncologist Day, Be an Angel Day, uh, it is uh, National Bowl Day, B-A-O, the food, on Sunday, uh, National Bean Better Day, if Mary was here, I'm sure she would ask me what that was, uh, you can look it up. It is also National Tooth Fairy Day, Pecan Tort Day. And some things to look for throughout the week. Monday it is Cuban Sandwich Day. Also on Tuesday, uh, it is Waffle Day. Wednesday brings Banana Split Day, Kiss and Makeup Day, Whiskey Sour Day, which is actually one of my faves. And on Thursday, uh, it is actually Wet Mistress Day. Dog Day, Women's Equality Day. Uh, So those things coming up this week. But I can tell you a couple of things to note. That uh, coming up on Sunday the 29th, we have a brand new 411 Lounge. Kylie Thorne will be my guest. Uh, If you are not following Kylie on Instagram, I know shortly before our show went on tonight, uh, she was going on live on Instagram. So you can definitely follow Kylie. Uh, good show planned on that Sunday night here on Blog Talk Radio, so make sure you tune in. Sunday night, August 29th, uh, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, uh, when my guest will be Kylie Thorne. Uh, next week, or when next we meet, if not next week, but on September, the weekend of Labor Day weekend, uh, when we return, uh, we will have yay or nay. We'll bring everything out. I think we're going to have yay or nay. Uh, also, we'll have... Uh, brand new retro moment of the weeks. Um, also, uh, we will talk with Mary about where she has been on her summer travels. I do know that I have some summer travels coming up, so uh, hopefully we'll be able to do that remotely. But for tonight, since we're a little bit past at least the halfway point of this show, uh, I thought I would bring back a retro moment rerun. Um Actually, two reruns, because uh, one was a favorite of mine, and then the other one was kind of an odd one, which I don't remember if we played, but I think we kept it as is. We had brand new retro moments of the week for this week, 
but we chose to pretty much kind of keep them uh, until next week, at least for you. So this week, uh, Retro Moment Rewind, and then I will return with a live look at what's trending, and then we'll wrap it up on this abbreviated version of page one. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Well, here's our friend, the busy boss. Wow, just look at him go. People waiting to see him, big deal pending, lots of work to do. No time to go through the mail now, but wait. Here's something he always makes time for, a telegram. B.B. likes to get telegrams and likes to send them because telegrams are fast, efficient, and economical. And when you answer by wire, you have a record of the complete transaction. Remember, when it means business, it's wise to wire. Call me. Don't be afraid, you can call me. Maybe it's late, but just call me. Call me and I'll be around. If you call, I'll be right with you. You and I should be together. Take this love I long to give you. I'll be at your side forever. Call me. We're the Mills Brothers for the Bell System. Whenever you're down, get up and call someone you miss. Long distance is the next best thing to be. Call me. Don't be afraid, you can call me. Maybe it's late, but just call me. Call me and I'll be around. Call me. To page one with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. Friday night version of page one. LeVar with you. Mary is off and wanted to go through what is trending. Uh, If you are a wrestling fan, if you were watching TV, certainly before this show, you already know that the number one trending topic is CM Punk as he is back. Uh, Former WWE champion CM Punk, who has not set foot in the ring since 2014, has officially joined All Elite Wrestling. And people are, it was here in Chicago tonight, uh, people are just overjoyed. SmackDown is trending number two. Love After Lockup also trending. Max Fried, as Braves starting pitcher Max Fried finishes his first complete game shutout and just 90 pitches to defeat the Orioles three to nothing. Uh, he is uh, trending. Uh, Luke Voigt is trending as he's on fire as the Yankees go up uh, big in their game tonight. Uh Patrick Mahomes, uh, whose sidearm throws are looking regular season ready, also trending tonight. And then uh, Tom T. Hall is trending tonight. As country music legend Tom T. Hall, known as the storyteller, has died at the age of 85. Uh, Some sad news there if you are a uh, country music fan. 
Uh, he com- pro- composed Harper Valley PTA and sang about life's simple joys as country music's consummate blue-collar bard. And, um, yeah, it seems more and more every day that we are losing a lot of uh, legend here. And um, so Tom T. Hall uh, passed away uh, at the age of 85. Uh, Also, uh, Craig Kimbrell um, is trending as the decision to replace him after 15 pitches against the Tampa Bay Rays tonight is being questioned by fans. The Brood, uh, if you're also a wrestling fan, that is trending tonight as Edge has sparked speculation and hope that the Brood, a former faction comprising himself, Gangrel and Christian, may make some kind of WWE appearance after the wrestler heavily referenced the group during SmackDown tonight. Uh, Diara, as YouTube vloggers Diara Taylor and Ken Walker, collectively known as DK4L, announced the video title A New Chapter that they're launching separate channels. Personality, which CM Punk comes out to, uh, that is trending. Uh, also, uh, Ashley Babbitt is trending as the Capitol Police officer who shot and killed her outside the door of the U.S. Capitol during the January 6th riots has been formally exonerated after an internal investigation, according to a department memo. Uh, Colt McCoy, trending tonight as Cardinals quarterback Colt McCoy fails to impress fans after a good pass to play is ended by a pass interception during Arizona's preceding game against Kansas City. And then Black Canary is trending as a Black Canary movie is in the works at HBO Max from Misha Green. Uh, Journey Smollett replies their roles. And that is a look at what is trending. So pretty much I know it is not the show that you are used to tonight, a little bit rare, a little bit amusing time, and a little bit of page one. But uh, normally on page one, if you listen in every week, uh, we do invite you to join us where we normally will take a look at some stories out there that you may not have heard of, which sometimes could make page one. And that is on Friday nights, 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock Central, 10 o'clock Eastern here on page one. Thank you so much. And like I said, I know it seems uh, a little bit, as we always kind of say, a lot, but we do thank you because the thing is that while we do this for fun, we also hope to entertain and we hope that this is one of the podcasts that you listen to because in a world in which there are a thousand podcasts, Uh, If you even listen to us for a few minutes or if you listen to us and you are subscribed and you click the follow and you follow us through iHeartRadio or uh, you follow us through other means, uh, it does mean a lot to us. And we hope that if you do one of those things that sometime you actually call in and let us know uh, or that you give us Uh, your comments or suggestions towards making the show uh, even more better. Uh, That's one of the things that we always do. Uh, But we are here uh, hopefully as a getaway on a Friday night when there is a lot of news and things and talking heads and everything else that's going on. But hopefully you can find this as a home to get away from it all. So uh, for Mary, wherever she is at tonight, I am LeVar. Uh, we will see you soon. Just follow me on News Comet BTR. You'll find out the latest in shows, but definitely 
I would love to have you all listen in on Sunday night, August the 29th, as uh, Kylie Thorne is my guest, 9 o'clock Eastern, 8 o'clock Central, right here on Blog Talk Radio. So have a great evening, everybody. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again soon. Good night. One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.